What's up, guys? This is Kaylee. I'm your host. This podcast is all about business, motherhood, and being a woman getting by in today's world. And I hope that I can reach deep down in your soul, bring out all the joy and fulfillment that is hidden inside of you. So let's dive into some topics. Let's learn about business. Let's talk about life and let's break those boundaries. Okay. So I'm back. Um, this week is a little bit more lighthearted, fun, and just kind of woo-woo. I am kind of a woo-woo person. I like spiritual things. I like to learn new things. I do have some ability to be more concrete and need evidence, but a lot of times I'm just kind of free-flowing. And I have mentioned this 20,000 times that I am on my spiritual journey and finding myself. And I think that this podcast is kind of a creative outlet for me, maybe just because I need to talk to myself. I don't think I have very many people, you know, that listen to my episodes. I know there's a few people because I have seen and talked to a few of you and most of you are my family. So Thank you for listening. And if you could go give me a review on iTunes, that'd be great. Okay. So there's my little plug-in. I want to talk about my like astrology chart and different things. Now, I listen to some astrology podcasts, but what really pisses me off is listening to them talk about their own chart and not talking about any of the other signs. But I understand that because there is so much detail and it could be the longest episode ever. And this might even stem into three or four parts episode just because there is a lot of detail to cover. And listen, I'm not an astrologer or like an expert. I I don't um, know anything about the stars and the planets. I still consider Pluto a planet. <laughs> See, that just shows that I'm not I'm not the best person to really lean on for advice about your chart and um I can always give you my opinions. I think that I'm pretty good at giving opinions, but um do they hold any credibility? No. So, um I will kind of talk about a little bit of your signs and your chart and what things could show, but I am going to talk about my own. Um, and I know that pisses me off when I listen to other podcasts and I'm like, oh, that's so cool. But what about me? And the thing is, is there's just a trillion different ways to organize a chart and there's no way that I could cover them all. So I'm going to give some basic details. And then the best thing to do is to actually go get your chart done. Now, now let's dive into some of the topics and some details. We all, when people think of astrology, we think of mostly our sun sign. And our sun sign is, um, you know, it, it, they're divided into four segments, fire, earth, air, and water. So fire signs are exactly what it is. They're kind of fiery. They're quick-witted. They're... um 
you're, they're kind of aggressive, not, not like, you know, physically aggressive, but just kind of go-getters. Um, and those are Aries, Leos, and Sagittarius. And to be honest, I get along with Aries so well. So if you're an Aries, usually we're best friends. Um, then there's Earth, which is Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. And Taurus, I have a couple people that I'm friends with that are Taurus, and they are the most stubborn people. Um, but always in their own way. So then Virgo, that's my husband. And he is so earthy. Like he could definitely be a hippie if he wanted to. Um, he could pull that off very well. Capricorn, I believe my dad is a Capricorn and I don't know much about Capricorn. So I'll kind of learn some information. Um, and see if that applies to him. Air. So I'm an air sign. I'm a Gemini. And I think Geminis are pretty controversial. That and Scorpios, they're, we're pretty controversial just because, you know, we have, we're very dynamic. So um, Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius are air signs. My mom's an Aquarius. Um, water signs. So Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. My brother is a Cancer and he's a true Cancer. Like I look at him and I'm like, yeah, that's definitely him. Um, my daughter is a Cancer. Um, so, but I don't, here's the things like, the, even though your son, if you don't connect to your sun sign, you might have a more dominant role of your moon or ascendant sign. And that's another little segment we have to talk about. So there are three main um, signs, your sun, moon, and rising or ascendant. So rising and ascendant are the same thing. Um, your moon is more of your emotions and your internal self. So this is, you know, this is like, I, I don't know how else to explain it other than this is what goes on in your mind. This is the person that you see yourself as. The sun sign is the person that you push to the world or like you promote um, or give off. So the sun sign is more like this is what other people see you externally as and the moon sign is what you see yourself internally as. So this is really internal self-reflection is something that you'd really need to look into to understand your moon sign. But then your rising and ascendant is like your outlook on the world and your first impression that you give to other people. So it's, it's really how you see things and then also the impression that you're giving to other people and what they kind of see of you. And definitely my rising and ascendant sign is exactly that. So let's talk about your sun signs and the different sun signs and then we'll talk about moon and things like that. So um, so sun signs, first of all, you have Aries. So Aries is a strong position. And you dive headfirst into situations in order to achieve goals. People with an Aries sun tend to be straightforward, direct, and uncomplicated. You are energetic and don't like long, emotional, tiring situations, although you do enjoy chasing a challenge and the adventure of finding your place in life. So I love Aries. Like, I just love your strong personalities. <laughs> um, I, I love that you're, like, um, down to fight and just, like, ready to just, like, 
you know, tackle at any situation and just get things done. And you're so straightforward and I'm so flighty that I think that Aries are just a great contrast to who I am. <laughs> um, then there's Taurus. So just as a bull's horns are known for pushing against anything challenging, the sun and Taurus resist challenge at all costs or resist change at all costs. A Taurus sun like likes for things to run smoothly and without diversion. You work hard with a steadiness that is dependable. The sun in Taurus is your natal chart means you're good at making money and word and would sorry, my contacts are so blurry guys and would be excellent at advising others on how to live their best life. I know a couple tourists and I don't know, like this is kind of wishy-washy to me. Why is this so wishy-washy? Other than just being like bullheaded, right? But I like working hard with steadiness and dependable. Um, the people that I know are tourists, they work really hard, but I don't think they're like necessarily steady and dependable. Like I think they're kind of all over the place. Like they're just, they don't stick at a job for too long. And, you know, but that's the thing too. Like they might have other signs like moon and like their ascendant sign that is something different that's playing more of a role to them. So I don't think I actually know a true Taurus. Um, then there's me, a Gemini. Uh, you are filled with curiosity and overcome by the need for constant stimulation as if there are two souls within you. It may sometimes feel like you need to live double life in order to do everything you desire. If your son is in Gemini, you have the desire to express yourself more than others. You are curious about all things, not only learning new information, but also sharing it. Hmm. You can adapt to any situation you find yourself in and you have the uh, capacity to stay objective while also enjoying the lighter side of life. So yeah, 100% me. Um, I need constant simulation. I'm constantly dreaming. I try to meditate to ground myself because I'm constantly just like all over the place. And I love the big picture and looking at things. And so it's hard for me to actually concrete myself. Um, and I love to express myself to others. Obviously, I have a podcast um, and I want to learn new information. So I learn new information almost every week. I love learning it, about it and then sharing it. Yeah. Why I'm talking to you, right? So then we have cancer, which my daughter and my brother are cancers and yeah. A cancer sun has a strong survival instinct. Cancer is a cardinal water sign, giving you a strong ability to navigate and swim through both emotional and material realms. <laughs> Sorry, I could not get that one out. Symbolized by the crab, you have a hard exterior, but you carry soft emotions within. The symbol is also linked to divine feminine energy since you have strong maternal instincts. You have a well-earned reputation for being moody and don't like change, as people with their son and cancer like the security and safety of what they know. My brother is the epitome of a cancer. He is... I would say he's kind of stoic just a little bit and but he is so sensitive like to his core sensitive we call him the mama's boy like he is my mom's child 
my mom's favorite. My sister and I will both tell you he is my mom's favorite. He is that middle child. He's stoic. He's soft and gooey on the inside, but he like super sensitive. Um, he likes, I would say he would never, he's one of those that I don't think would take a lot of risk. Like he just likes security and like being safe and playing it safe. Like he's scared to get in trouble. He's such a good kid. So it's just weird to me. My daughter's only three. So I don't know if cancer sign is really playing <laughs> her full effect. I think she's kind of more fiery to me. So I'm wondering if she has more of like a fiery moon. Um, I haven't looked at her birth chart, but, um, I, I have a feeling she has a fire sign for a moon. Um, but she is kind of emotional and she, I've never, like, my son was not um, connected to stuffed animals or blankets or anything like that. And she has to have her security blanket, Minnie Mouse, her stuffed animals like that is hers. And maybe that's what it is. But she's definitely not a mommy's girl. She's daddy's girl all the way. And I don't know. I just don't see the cancer sign in her yet. But it might come up later in her life. So, um, a Leo sign is, um, born under the sign of the Zodiac as full of passion, intensity, and drive, but may also be prone to sparks of false confidence or arrogance. In other words, Leos have to keep themselves in check or other signs might do it for them. Represented by the lion, you have a Leo in your natal chart. You are prideful and dignified. Hopefully this is in a good way, but it can also be negative if your ego gets the better of you. As a fire sign, a sun in Leo has a strong personality. You may be conceited and have big dreams for your life, but it's important to note that you usually have good intentions and that you are extremely loyal. Um, the only Leo person I know I hate. So I don't hate. I just don't. I just don't get along. I, I like this says exactly um, arrogance and just conceited. And I just don't, don't like them. So, um, and I usually have to put them in check because I just don't give a crap about their, like their lies. A lot of time they lie. So, um, people born under, so this is my husband, Virgo, people born under a Virgo son tend to be uncomfortable in the limelight. You prefer to stay grounded and focus on tangible tasks and you have a strong knack for introspective and analysis. Oh, sorry. Um, you may feel that you have a strong sense of responsibility causing you to overanalyze things. Often you may experience bouts of hypochondria. <laughs> Side. You can always be counted on and make good on your promises and you are a true master of all things related to organization analysis. This is so funny. Um, <laughs> my husband has hypochondria. Like he overanalyzes everything. He's such an introvert and he will process information and analyze analyze. <laughs> I didn't think about how I was going to say that. He will analyze every little situation and make every little thing a big deal in his own mind. And so it's, it's kind of funny that it talks about hypochondria just because he is a hypochondriac, 
big time. Like he always thinks that he is just dying, but he never goes to the doctor. So um, I just think it's funny. Um, Libra. Libra is like the scales, uh, like the scales in your symbol. You are um, harmonious, balanced, sun sign. Libra is social and intellectual while also being peace-loving. You want to know the truth that there is background information to make claims credible. While you may enjoy peace, you can easily cause chaos and um, when you want. A Libra sun can be a bit sinister at times. Sometimes you need to, for balance causes indecision, which can be even more chaotic. I don't know any Libras, but my ascendant size is a Libra. So, mm. um, Sun and Scorpio are intense, mainly mistakenly confused for a fire sign. So, yeah, I I know a couple of Scorpios, and they are kind of intense, but um, more an emotional way. Um, due to your intense passion, you pat passion, but you are actually a water sign pulling strength from the emotional and intuitive realm. The tail on your, I don't know what that word is, guys, and I can't even see the screen very well. Um, you're a scorpion stinger and represents and emphasizes you place an emphasis you place on being guarded and distance. You are determined and you throw everything you have into whatever you are trying to do. You have your own mind, are driven by power, and you never, ever give up. Mm -hmm. So Stephanie, Stephanie's a Scorpio, and I think she's a pretty um, good example of a Scorpio. Um, she's kind of hard to read, but I have figured out that, um, she is very driven and she does not give up. She will always find something to fix it. And, and but she knows when to like cut her losses. Like she, she does give up, but only when she has tried everything possible not to give up. Um, and she's very independently thought. Um, but like I said, she's, pretty intense sometimes like but it's all pulled from like emotional and like being intuitive and it's not like a it's not like a it's an emotional intenseness and um but it's not like a explosion if that makes sense like it's a slow like a slow burn. I don't know. I, it's just a very, Scorpios are kind of hard to understand. And that's why they, they, along with Geminis are a little bit controversial. Um, Sagittarius is always on the go. A Sagittarius sun is often restless, friendly, and cheerful while also being overly trusting. Sagittarius is an archer, which is fitting considering how much you love shooting off into adventures. You are easygoing, but with a quick temper and you have a strong desire to escape during hard times. So my moon is a Sagittarius. <laughs> um, Capricorn. So like I said, my dad is a Capricorn. Um, are real, realistic and grounded. You know how to do things and accomplish your goals. You have figured out how to make people laugh and are dependable. You are ambitious, which is an important quality for sun signs, given that sun rules out aspirations. Your symbol, symbol for the sea goat reflects your complexities. The sea goat head combined with the fish tail reflects your du uh, duality dualities you are simultaneously cold and caring <laughs> passionate and practical pretty i think cold and caring is very 
I don't know. Like, I just, I think that's very fitting for him. Um, And he is very, I can see that him being an earth sign just because he is kind of a hippie too in his own way. Um, Loves, you know, nature and simplicity and not really having, like, I, like, okay, this is one of his dreams that he had of, you know, going in a camper and just traveling the world. Like, that's what he wanted to do. And I can totally see him doing that. Aquarius, this is my mother. The Aquarius sun is often unwilling to follow any present path. You can easily free yourself from social constructs and do something new and are more likely to take the path less traveled than a safer option. You might be an air sign, but your symbol is the water bearer, reflectant by waves in your glimpse. That's that word I just don't know. I need to look up the definition of that. (laughs) This is a symbolic, this is symbolic to your free-flowing communication style and your ability to flow between places and states and you need space and freedom to succeed. Mm Mm-hmm. She does. Um, Hence, she lives in Alabama. (laughs) So um, she needs space and freedom to succeed. She butts heads um, if you try to like um, confine her, like, or make her do anything she doesn't want to do. Um, she's just very go with her own flow. And by what I say own flow, it's definitely her flow. Like it's, she is not trying to, um, do what she's told. (laughs) That's just not her. Um, Pisces, my sister is a Pisces and she has the ability to identify with people from all over the world, as well as with people whose lives are altogether different than her own. You are deeply emotional, intuitive, as well as compassionate and trustworthy. You may feel like you are straddling your ideal world and the real one at the same time, but Sun and Pisces can use their idealizations to achieve real goals. You spend a lot of time looking for answers and are sensitive to all types of situations, which she is. I have seen her. Um, if she's like just her eyes, she's definitely an empath where she can definitely pick up on other people's feelings and she's very emotional, um, very compassionate. And I think she is trustworthy. Like if you give her a task, like, or like just to tell her something, she, well, she might keep it a secret, but like if it was important, she would, um, she's still young. So, but she is definitely emotional. Um, yeah, I, she's just a Pisces. Um, moon and rising signs. So, um, that is all about your sun. So let's move on to your moon signs. So if your moon is an Aries, I am just going to read right off this and then I'll talk about my moon. I don't know a lot of people's moon. Like I only know mine and I think I know Tanner's. I think his is a Pisces. I'm not hundred percent sure. Um, so if your moon is Aries, you most likely have similar emotional traits to that of Aries rising sign. You're passionate and fiery in your thirst for action and novelty. You also feel things strongly to the point where it can be hard to separate your feelings from your thoughts. These strong emotions can leave you feeling energetic, energetic and eager for more excitement. 
It's important to you to be fully engaged in your life or else you'll experience frustration or anger. Emotionally, you know what you want and need and aren't afraid to ask for it. I'd love to be in an Aries moon. Like, I just feel like Aries is so powerful. Love it. Um, if your moon is Taurus, you are valuable stability. You, you value stability and consistency in your life. You first focus on securing that your base what that your base needs will be met and will continue to be met. Security is the utmost importance to you in jobs and vacations. Um, you most likely are a provider to those you care about. But that's not all you are. Like a Taurus, those with Taurus in their chart tend to persistently seek luxury and nice things. Maybe your favorite way to unwind after a long week is by engaging in a little bit of retail therapy. Just be sure that you don't get too complacent once you have you found a way to get all your emotional needs met. So remember, your moon is really consistent of your emotional, you know, well-being. Um but let me just read this, this little segment. Um, so of all the different aspects of your astrological, astrological, sorry, see, huh, of all the different aspects of your astrological chart, your moon Sign is one of the most important and clarifying pieces. Your moon is determined by the position of moon when you were born. So, um, remember, it's just about your emotions and um, how you handle your internal self. So, if your internal moon sign is a Gemini, you probably value your friends, family, and confidence more than people realize. You feel seen when you have space to communicate and work through your feelings, whether it be through writing, singing, or another communicative art form. You like to feel a connection to people through words. With a Gemini moon, it may be harder for you to stay fully present in the moment. It can be hard for you to truly feel your feelings and distractions and restlessness can make you crave moments and action rather than stillness and reflection. Perhaps mindfulness is the key, my friend. So, um, yeah, I'm a Gemini sun, but my moon is actually a Sagittarius. So let's keep going. If your moon is cancer, you probably feel more like yourself at home. Your cancer energy makes you sensitive and a deep feeler. You have big feelings and require a lot of emotional intelligence and a partner in order to be truly happy. You tend to give all your emotional, emotional, emotionally, and maybe even physically to the people you care about. This can often lead to your um, determinant. However, you need plenty of time to unwind and relax. Your favorite form of self-care is by enjoying some good food in a clean and cozy home. Um, cancers are just so lovely. I love cancers. Just You sound sweet. If you have a cancer sun or moon, you're probably just a sweet person. If your moon is Leo, you know how I feel about Leo's um, strong personalities. As long as you're not conceited and all about yourself, usually I can get along with you. <laughs> your you prefer method of dealing with your stress and emotional management is through creativity. 
whether it be through music, theater, poetry, painting, or something else, as an extroverted zodiac sign, you're most likely have a large friend group. Your identity is probably wrapped up in that of the standing of your beloved communities. You provide yourself or pride yourself in being a leader. And as for romance, you love being in love. You want the whole romantic comedy, but like amped up to the max. Just make sure that your ego isn't steering your emotions. So, um, oh, I, I know that a lot of like actresses, singers, a lot of people are, are like have some kind of Leo in their sign, um, in one of their signs, either that be like their sun, moon or rising. Um, they usually have a heavy like Leo energy there. If your moon is in Virgo, you feel the best when you're helping and supporting the people you care about. For you, a supporting role doesn't feel like second fiddle. It feels like a calling. But while it's easy for you to be gentle with others, giving yourself that same love and acceptance can be a little more challenging. Like a typical Virgo, you prize organization and efficiency. You also value your health and finances and most likely spend ample time exercising or planning for the future. Just don't let your long-term desire for security impede on your enjoyment of the present moment. If your moon is Libra, Libras are typically known for seeking justice and peace, so it makes sense that you value and seek logic when it comes to emotions. This can make it challenging to make decisions as you are able to take multiple perspectives into account. However, because of the care you take on your decisions, they usually end up being beneficial to you and others in the long term. Romantically speaking, finding balance in a partner is key. You want a partner who can complements your personality traits and is deeply invested as you are. If your moon is Scorpio, you probably feel like you're on fire, <laughs> like all the time. Much like the Scorpio sun sign, you're burned brightly with all your passion and desires as the forefront of your mind. You have no problem being alone and in fact, may tire easily of people who don't share the same interest. While it takes a lot to gain your loyalty and trust, once you love someone, it's pretty much forever. Bearing something heinous, I don't know what that word is, like murder or high-heeled sneakers. Also, it can be challenging for you to verbally express your feelings. You love your love language is more likely performing acts of service. You show your loyalty and love through your actions. For some signs, this works out great, but with other signs that require more verbal affirmation, it can be harder to find a middle ground. If your moon is Sagittarius, my moon's a Sagittarius, and I really don't know much about it, so let's learn. You're the sign I'd want to get stuck in an elevator with. <laughs> This moon sign speaks to a person who is adventurous in the external and internal world. Sagittarius moons tend to be open-minded and non-judgmental, making them great friends and people to talk to. They love to party and their freedom is the, their deepest joy. You feel best when you're learning something new and different and your lighthearted view of the world helps you process emotions differently than the more dark or intense signs. Sagittarius can be hard to pin down in a relationship, but with the right partners, they never feel like they're lost their freedom. So I, I want to analyze this a little bit because I'm definitely open-minded I'm definitely non-judgmental. I I could really care less. A lot of times I have the I have a problem of not judging. And so that makes me a little naive. <laughs> and um, because I just don't judge a book by its cover. 
Um, and I like to make friends, but I, I think I have like a little, um, I'm a little apprehensive to make friends, but I always feel like people feel like they can just like emotional dump on me. Like I feel like they can just drop all their emotions on me and I don't ever ask for it. People just feel like they can talk to me a lot of times and sometimes it's a little overbearing. Um, but I don't judge them in any way. I just don't always want that. Um, but I always feel really good when I'm learning something different and new. And, um, I do have a very lighthearted world, uh, outlook on the world. Like I, I just don't take things as serious as a lot of people. And, um, this sometimes comes into play when, I'm dealing with more people who are super serious. So, um, you know, I, I have to kind of concrete myself because, you know, I, I'm just a little kind of flighty. (laughs) I'm not as, I'm not, I'm just very free flowing. And, um, I think that it is a little hard for me to be pinned down in relationships, which is why me and my husband um, get along so well, because we see ourselves as two separate people who choose to be together and choose to love each other. We don't see ourselves as one person. Um, and I, I definitely you know, value my independency and being able to be who I want to be. And he supports that. So that's just, I think that's why it works out well, because I do have that freedom. So I do kind of agree with my moon sign. Do I wish it was something else? Probably. Um, (laughs) I'm pretty happy with, you know, my, I like being a Gemini son. So I think that I'm, I think I'm more like 50% Gemini sun and 25% Sagittarius moon and maybe 25% rising. <laughs> so I think I, I lean more towards my sun sign, but this is very interesting and I do connect with it. So if your moon is Capricorn, you feel responsible for the well-being of yourself and others and often consider external achievements to be part of that. You are most likely self-assured and have clear expectations on what you need from yourself and others to succeed. As for your internal well-being, that can be challenging. Vulnerability doesn't come easy for you. And because of that, empathy can also be an area that your partners and friends may find lacking. It is hard for you to admit that you're human and make mistakes in complex relationship. It's like a, it takes a while for Capricorn moons to open up and show their true feelings. I wonder if my dad's a Capricorn moon too. Like he just sounds like a Capricorn moon. If your moon is Aquarius, it may be hard for you to actually feel your emotions as you may prefer to think them through or try to explain them in a way that you believe to be more efficient or less painful. You may hold human humanitarian issues closer to your heart than other signs do, and you may look for similar values of compassion in a long-term partner. 
Occasionally, you may come off as cold or lacking in empathy or some of the other zodiac signs. Aquarius moons can tend toward emotional detachment, so having a strong support system is crucial. Most of all, Aquarius moons are not afraid to be themselves and tend to be special and noteworthy people that inspire others to lean in more closely to their own identities. If your moon is Pisces, you are a deep feeler, which can confuse not only the people in your life, but also yourself. (laughs) To others, this may come off as mysterious, but it can leave you feeling anxious. You may struggle with putting your emotions into actions and words, yet you feel warmly towards most people and value your creative expression. Friends can find you your merciful... I don't know... Friends can find your mood to be a little disarming, but you love the feeling needed will needed will help you maintain a connection with the people you care about. Why do people who write these astrology, you know, things, they use such like meticulous words, like words that just aren't in the normal vocabulary. (laughs) I am finding that. Um, So um, that is about your moon sign. So remember, your moon is about your emotions and your internal self and how you see yourself on the inside. And so do I see myself as a Sagittarius moon on the inside? Yes, I do. Um, But I also see myself as, you know, you know, uh, more of a Gemini. I just, I, I connect with that. Okay. I connect with my son and not everybody does. So I must be pretty lucky. All right. So now it's on to your rising and ascendant signs and how to determine that. So rising signs are what you put out into the world. They're kind of like your public mask or like your front door. So it's the first thing that you see about who you are. And um, it's just what you kind of, the energy that you give off to people who don't truly know you. (laughs) So let's talk about rising signs. And um, my rising sign is a Libra. So um, let's dive on into it and we'll talk about mine when we get there. So if you're a Aries rising Chances are you come off as brave, opinionated, and independent. You have a very strong and commanding presence and may even be seen as intimidating. You are a fierce warrior of the Zodiac, being the first sign you lead the Calvary. As the first fire sign of the Zodiac, you are intensely competitive and view the world as a series of competitions. Aries, you are a trailblazer who leap before you look and ask for forgiveness, not permission. You also act on your instincts, which are usually spot on. God, Aries, you're such a badass. Why can't I be an Aries like sun, moon, and rising? I'm kick ass, like just strong person. Um, If you're a Taurus rising, it's likely you give off fierce, dependable, and strong-willed vibes, but you also have a softer side. You enjoy the good things in life, including beautiful clothes, fine food, and massages. Taurus sometimes gets pigeonholed as materialistic, and while you like to surround yourself with gorgeous finery, you're also hardworking enough that you've earned a bit of luxury. You're the first earth sign, and you represent earthiness in its purest form. This means you like being active and creative with your hands. For you, it could mean gardening, cooking, knitting, or even the challenge of finding a creative new makeup look. 
Taurus, um, I just feel like you're either a stay-at-home mom or a very working, like hardworking dad. <laughs> like that's what I feel. Um, Gemini, if you are a Gemini rising, people likely perceive you as talkative, bright, and curious. You are probably the social media expert of your group with your fellow air signs, Aquarius. You are always doing 18 things at once and working on multiple projects. Being one of the double signs like Libra and Pisces, you can sometimes come off as two different people, but that's not a bad thing. You need your boundless energy and inexhaustible resources. Your highly creative mind can spit out ideas as a, a mile a minute. Sometimes you might get overwhelmed by the desire to do everything, but unfortunately, you don't. <laughs> fortunately, doing everything at once is impossible. Try sticking to one or two things you really care about and focus on the rest of your list later. So, um, you know, as a sun sign with. Gemini, I kind of feel that that applies to me a little bit as well. I think that's just part of my sun sign. I like to handle multiple tasks and I'm super talkative and creative and it's just part of who I am. Um, so I, I think that's kind of funny that I also resonate with a lot of Gemini stuff and I think that just comes off of my sun sign. If you're a cancer rising, then warm, nurturing, and sensitive may be the top of the list for those who describe you. You are likely seen as the mother among your close friends. You are a home buddy and deeply value your family connections, whether blood or chosen. You like your routine. After all, you're taking time and care to establish yourself and make things exactly the way you want them to be. You might also be the person people come to with problems because you know how to hold space for people. So I just... the. Uh, person who was a cancer just popped in my mind just because of the home buddy and deeply value your family connections, whether blood or chosen. So my grandma is a cancer and she's a home buddy and she likes routine and like she's fine with just doing the same old, same old every day and loves to be home reading her books. She's definitely a cancer. Um, Leo, if you're a Leo rising, people probably think of you as confident, vibrant, and fun. You have a flair for the dramatic and people immediately immediately notice when you're when you walk in the room. You are also extremely creative, whether you express yourself with a vlog or gorgeous social media feed or through creative outfits and makeup. Seeing you live your best life inspires others to do the same. Leo season is the summer and you carry the carefree sunny spirit with you. Leo is also known as a child of the Zodiac. Like children, you live in the moment but can also be a little demanding. Not everyone can keep up with your fiery energy. So um, I think this is like the Leo that I would love. Um, and but like I said, a lot of celebrities or social media people are Leos because, and they're like the most um, present are usually Leos because they just have that energy to them that they're just vibrant and they are confident and fun and it just allows people to be attracted to them. Virgo. If you're a Virgo rising, people who meet you describe you as organized, put together, and reliable. Friends often go to you in a crisis. You know how to deal with friends in order of importance and are a natural caregiver. Being an earth sign, you are also connected to nature and probably love animals. You know this planet is precious and that we have to be con uh, cognizant of how we use its resources. Libra. I'm a Libra rising, guys. Those who come to con 
uh, contact with you likely think that you are pleasant, sweet, and charming, whether you, whether or not that's what's going on below the surface. <laughs> Since Libra is an air sign, you are social, enjoy being around others, and collaborating on projects. You may have heard that Libras are indecisive, and while this may be true, it comes with good intentions because you generally want everyone to be happy. Though you want the best possible outcome for the most people, it's important to recognize that's not always possible. Note that Libra is the diplomat of the Zodiac. Makes sense, doesn't it? So I do like being around others and collaborating on projects. And I am very social when I want to be. I think that's part of the duality of Libra um, is that I, you know, I do want everyone to be happy, but I've kind of grown out of that a little bit. So it's important that, you know, I just, I think I have recognized that not everybody can be happy and you can't make everybody happy and that's not your responsibility. So I think that I've kind of grown from that part. But a lot of people do see me as just pleasant, sweet, and charming and so friendly. And then below the surface, I'm just like, you know, a bouncing ball of energy that just like wants to do things and get things done and blah, 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 all over the place. Like I am just, you know, that's not what I always am on the surface. But remember, a rising sign is what the public sees you as. So I think that a lot of people see me as being, you know, the diplomat, the one that wants everybody to just be happy and they see me as pleasant and fun and sweet and charming and that's what I give off, I guess. <laughs> I don't think that's intentional. I think that's just who I am on the outside of what people see. Um, I've been told a lot of times that they see me as like the the dingbat <laughs> just because I, I just, I'm kind of flighty and I always have been and I love being that way. So take that. Um, Scorpio, if you're a Scor Scorpio rising, you may come off as a mysterious, quiet, and alluring person. It's not always a sexual, sexually charged charm. What the hell? <laughs> Although it can be. Most of the time, there's so much going on behind that cool, pristine face and people want to know more. Rising Scorpios are intense and you have your reasons. You've likely had some experiences that have caused you to put up your guard. Guys, why is Scorpio making me on? <laughs> You're like the most mysterious sign of all. You're likely had some experience that have caused you to put up your guard, especially if you have other Scorpio influences in your chart, and it may take time to know you. Is Stephanie a Scorpio rising? I think so. <laughs> she might be. I don't know. Stephanie, if you're listening, let me know your sun, moon, risings. Um, Sagittarius. If you have a Sagittarius rising, people may describe you as fun, vivacious, and bright. You have a zest for life that's contagious and are known as the optimist of the zodiac. The glass is always half full for you. This may be a bit difficult right now, and your serious side may be coming out as a result. You are also known as a wise teacher and seeker of truth. You are outspoken, opinionated, and say what other peoples aren't saying. You can often be quite blunt, and sometimes it backfires. Capricorn. If you're a Capricorn rising, you come, as, come off as mature, organized, and driven. You are always put together and prepared. You strive for greatness, and you expect a lot of, lot of yourself and others. 
You scale unscaled heights and often do things others wouldn't dream of. However, given the Capricorn is an earth sign, you are also grounded in your quest for greatness. You work within the system and then defy, defy expectations. Aquarius, if you're an Aquarius rising, you may be perceived as intellectual, innovative, and a humanitarian. Some think the aqua in Aquarius means you're a water sign, but Aquarius is actually the third air sign along with Gemini and Libra and a symbol of the water beaver. Water bearer beaver. <laughs> I just think of like the teeth in a beaver. <laughs> what the hell? The science has much more to do with community and being part of the collective. It's about sharing the water, not being the water. You're also known for being a very individualistic, and it's impossible to see a rising Aquarius coming a mile away given your turquoise pixie cut, your razor scooter, or maybe you just sing at the top of your lungs as you walk down the street. In that case, you stand out and you march to the beat of your own drum. <laughs> I had to think about, like, why is she talking about it? Like, why is there turquoise pixie cut and razor scooter? But I get it. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Um, Pisces. If you're a Pisces rising, people likely describe you as dreamy, compassionate, and your head a bit in the clouds. That's because sometimes you have a deep connection to other worlds, whether you know it or not. Pisces is known as the psychic of the zodiac, and since it's the last sign, it carries all the other signs in it. Therefore, you are intrinsic intrinsically linked to all the humanity when someone meets you for the first time you may seem like you're not paying attention and your mind is elsewhere that may be par partially true but you are also taking in everything including the person's words their body language and underlying emotions so my sister's a pisces son um and like i said she's like um an empath so like she'd cry if I cried. She's just so easily to just like, you know, <laughs> make emotional. Um, okay, so there's several other things that go into your astrological chart. And I've covered like the three main things. And I've got, like I said, it pisses me off when um, podcasts talk about only their own signs and don't talk about other people's signs. So I really wanted to go into each sun, moon, and rising sign of each chart and so how you find that your sun is the month you were born in like the certain time range um the moon is actually like where the moon was at during that month and then the rising is actually the time of day that you were born so if you don't know your time of day which this is what this is a lot of people can't figure out their rising or ascendant sign because I don't think birth certificates even have your time of day on there. Like you have to go to the birth record, you know, where they hold the birth records of the county that you were born in. Like that's not easy. And to be honest, I think I'm a Libra rising, but my mom had no idea when I was born. And my grandma just told me that I was born around three. <laughs> so I said 315 because she didn't know. She's like, you were born somewhere around three o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm like, awesome great. I don't know. And none of the other signs before or after Libra connected to me at all. So that's what I just kind of chose. And sometimes that's what it is. I don't have that, you know, time in my baby book. But what's funny is Tanner has a baby book and all his information's in there. So I did pull his as well. Um, and, you know, I've kind of gone through that with him, but I don't think a lot of stuff can, didn't connect to him. Um, 
So how much do I believe in your astrological signs? I don't know if I necessarily believe in them. Um, I think that us as humanity just have so much strong will, like will to be who we want to be and tackle what we want to tackle and, and also nature versus nurture. Like, I don't think that, I think a lot of, I think 90% of our lives come from nurture and how we were raised and isn't always nature. Like, I don't think that, you know, 10% of our lives are nature and our personality that were passed down to us. But a lot of it's, you know, nurtured and instilled into us by our surroundings. And um, it's not always, I just don't think that our signs play that big of a role. But it is funny and fun to just look to see and to learn a little bit and see if it connects to you. I don't think this is something that I'd be like, oh, this is, this is who I am. And this is, you know, this is, uh, follow this information. I don't think that that's going to set my life on a path that, you know, this is how it has to be. I don't think that I'm a hundred percent invested of this just being, and one, it's way too hard. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's just too hard for me to understand. Like there's just some things where I'm like, okay, this isn't worth my time to understand. I've got way other things, better things to do with my time. Um, And I printed off this like packet of information. I actually paid $25 for this and it's like a birth chart. Um, I actually went onto Google and just Googled like birth, birth chart and it like printed it all, like gave me a whole thing for it. So is it necessarily accurate? Probably not. Um, do you have full control over who you are and what you become and your personality? Yeah, you definitely do. So don't let an astrological chart tell you who you have to be or what you have to be. Um, and just, just follow your heart and be who you are and love who you are and just be happy and do what feels natural and do what feels right to you. Don't, don't listen to what other people are telling you or what a chart tells you you have to be. So that's it for today, guys. Um, I think that, you know, this is a fun topic and I hope that you enjoyed it. If you want to get an astrological chart, I will be posting the link on our Facebook page and Instagram in the bio. So, um, you can go ahead to the same place that I got the birth chart um, thing for myself. You can go ahead and see what your sun, moon, and rising is. Um, and then come back to this podcast, re-listen to it, connect it, and see if it applies to you. It's just a fun little thing to do. And I think that you would enjoy it just to learn something new. So, all right, that's it, guys. I will talk to you next week. See you later. I hope that you liked this episode and it applied to your life in some way, somehow. Give me a rating and a review on whatever platform you're listening to me on and share it with your family and friends because you never know what information they might need to hear. Find me on my website at coffeebrewedlife.com or on Instagram, The Coffee Brewed Life and Facebook, Coffee Brewed Life. I hope to see you next week. Bye, guys.